<laughs> yes, um, hi guys. So it's uh, an introduction, uh, it's a presentation, it's an introduction to Christian mindfulness uh, by me, uh, Deji Holloway. Um, uh, it's, um, I think as Jane said, it's a very opportune time to actually be sharing this. And, um, you know, uh, I pray, thank you so much for your prayers, Jane. Uh, they're a big blessing to me and I'm sure to everyone else. Uh, and I pray that um, uh, this speaks uh, what God wants it, wants it to speak. Uh, and uh, we receive uh, the nourishment from our souls uh, that uh, uh, this sort of uh, this presentation uh, brings um, on us. Now, um, um, my name is Deji. Uh, I'm a solicitor. I'm a mediator. I'm a mindfulness professional. Um, I'm a certified uh, counselor, uh, cognitive behavioral uh, therapist, um, a member of the Complementary Medical Association. Uh, first data, and I also work with uh, Low Care, who are um, they, they look after uh, the mental well being of, of the legal profession. Um, good mental health uh, means we're capable of we're capable of productive activities and fulfilling relationships. Uh, developing healthy resilience levels to life challenges. Um, and uh, mindfulness is actually a self-help self, self strategy uh, for good mental health. Uh, it's proven to be very effective for, for preventing and treating stress, depression, and anxiety. Um, what is mindfulness? Uh, Mindfulness is a state achieved by focusing uh, on the on awareness of the present moment. It is being present in the now uh, uh, by keeping a, a non-judgmental outlook uh, and observing uh, the feelings being generated by our thoughts. Uh, if mindfulness is is applied and reinforced on a daily basis, uh, it becomes a feature in our lives and creates permanent changes in our minds, the way we think uh, and the way we, we carry our being. Uh, it's not a quick fix and it takes persistence and consistency. But it's extremely powerful. Um, proven effectiveness. 72% uh, of, of GPs think it will be helpful for their patients with mental health problems to learn mindfulness. 64% of GPs think it would be helpful to receive for they themselves to receive mindfulness training. Uh, it's been proven, as I said, to reduce anger, anxiety, depression, fatigue, uh, confusion, uh, and in, in, indeed improve uh, uh, our general vigor uh, for, for life. Uh, some of the research indicated benefits of, of mindfulness, greater insight, improved uh, problem solving, better attention, less selfishness, more acceptance, less beating self up, better mind-body integ integration, um, uh, integration, uh, 
fight type of that, sorry. Um, greater life enjoyment uh, and less uh, neurosis. Uh, what is Christian mindfulness? Uh, so Christian mindfulness, um, uh, 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 term I coined, it's, 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 a, it's therapy, science, and strategy for sound mental health anchored uh, on the word of God. Uh, so it's all the training that I've received um, and, you know, seeing that the root of all of it is, is from the word of God. Uh, so every time, you know, I've gone on any of these trainings or certifications, uh, I, I've seen, you know, um, or either as I'm being trained or when I'm, you know, you know, meditating the scripture, I start to see, you know, direct correlation. And I start to see that these things are actually from the word of God uh, themselves. You know, um, in John 16, 33 says, these things are spoken to you so that in me, you may have peace. So peace is in him. Uh, so there is nowhere else that there's peace in. Um, so if there's any peace achieved, it's in Christ. Uh, in the world, you will have tribulation. Uh, so there will always be things out there uh, that trouble us, uh, trouble our peace. Uh, but he has said that in him is our peace. And where is he? Is in us. In our mind, in our thoughts. So when we connect with our minds, we find Christ. Um and also uh, Genesis 1, 27, um, uh, God created man in his own image. Uh, in the image of God, he created him, male and female. Uh, we are created in the image of God. God has a sound mind. So because we're created in the image of one with a sound mind, we were created with a sound mind mind uh, it is and it is through finding our way ultimately back to what his word says about our mind that will restore it back to its original state which is a state of peace uh, strength uh, sound judgment um, one of the uh, um Sorry. Um, one of the key things with uh, uh, mindfulness is that we be mindful of the ego. Uh, uh, when a sense of pride, arrogance, and the need to always feel justified or right becomes our guiding force and informs and mo motivates most of what we do, we're being ego-driven. So uh, and once we're being ego-driven, this this need to be to be right, uh, not so much to seek the truth, but for for ourselves to be right for the sake of our image, uh, it causes us to lose sight of reality uh, and create an obsession to protect ourselves by the need to be to be right and project a, 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 a blameless self-image. Now, the thing about a, a blameless self-image is that it is unrighteous. Um, uh, 
righteousness is Christ, uh, not us by ourselves. Uh, so in, in wanting to be right uh, all the time, uh, we're creating uh, an idol of, of a perfect, flawless person. Uh, and, and, and nobody's perfect. Uh, and the word has said uh, that um, uh, Romans uh, 3.23, for all have sinned, and, and fall short of the glory of God. So the more we try and carry this toga of perfectionism, this person that is always right, always perfect, it's a crushing weight and it steals our peace. So by, by mindfully observing our motive and paying attention to our actions, we can catch ourselves and know when we're being ego-driven and take steps to restore our peace. Um, Ecclesiastes 7, 6 says, do not be overly, over, overly righteous, nor overly wise. Why try to destroy yourself? So anytime we're trying to be too righteous, too wise, perfect, nor it's actually moving towards destruction. And that's that's the it starts you know starts to steal our peace. Um, uh, uh, that is the word of God, uh, uh, and even in mindfulness, uh, the the therapy itself, uh, this this uh, uh, aim to protect the ego, it's a very heavy weight, uh, and it's one of the things we 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 need to be very very mindful of uh, because there actually is no peace in looking to be right all the time. Um, the butterfly mind. So the human mind actually operates like a butterfly, floating around from one thought to the other, you know, never staying too long on any one of them, you know, uh, rarely fully present or still in one place. Um, you know, so if we leave the mind to its own devices, it just floats around, you know, touch here, touch there, touch here, touch mm -hmm. there. And the thing about that, it's, you know, that consumes a lot of energy and it creates instability. Uh, something that is constantly on the move is not stable. Um, you know, so uh, uh, learning to control the mind uh, combats stress uh, by decreasing the workload of the mind's constant movement uh, all over. So, because the thing is, our focus is actually all the power we have. Anything we give, we focus on grows. Uh, is there any work we're doing if we focus on it? That's when it starts to be fruitful. That's when it starts to multiply. That's when we give our power to it because that's where our power is, our focus. Uh, anything we don't give focus to, uh, we don't pay any attention to, actually starts to fritter away. Um, um, and, you know, you know, if our focus is divided and always jumping, um, it, 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 creates less effectiveness uh, in our lives uh, and also um, isn't actually very good for our minds. Um, and so um, with, with mindfulness, uh, what we can do is we can effect change uh, uh, in our mind and calm it down uh, so as to prevent uh, this, this constant moving 
that uh, 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 that can cause anxiety and fear. Uh, and once we're able to be mindful about you know where our minds are moving to at each point in time, we can usher in peace. Uh, Psalm uh, 46, uh, 10 says, be still and know that I am God. So once our mind is still, we can, we can connect ourselves to the presence of God and in the presence of God, there is peace. And joy and pleasures forevermore. <laughs> um, psychology of happiness. So the mind is going to think uh, uh, regardless, you know, so we can't stop thought. Um, uh, as long as we're alive, there's const constant uh, mental activity. Now, positive psychology research has found that by focusing the mind on good experiences, our mental health thrives. So we can choose to focus our mind on good, positive experiences. And the more we choose to focus our minds on these good, positive experiences, our mental health actually starts to thrive. Um, you know, uh, so the, the thing about mindfulness practice is it allows us not to be entangled with the, the negative bias of the mind. The negative bias of the mind is the mind by default uh, would tend towards uh, negativism. Uh, that's how the human mind is. Uh, it's biased towards negative things. Um, so uh, the more we are mindful of where our mind is going, uh, and if it's tending towards uh, uh, a negative side of things, we're mindful to think about good experiences. Um, that starts to, one, we, we, we get stronger uh, in, in the way we were able to control our minds and also it starts to bless our minds and our heart, our body because, you know, uh, uh, positive thoughts uh, are shining, uh, um, they are shining uh, uh, happiness uh, and, and, and creativity into our minds. Um, and so um, uh, it's important to slow down our minds uh, uh, so that we don't get captivated uh, uh, by, by, by negative thoughts. Uh, and that's what uh, um, uh, uh, in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So, you know, as we're mindful about what we're thinking, um, the advantage we have as Christians, uh, uh, once we learn mindfulness, is we can, once we slow down and we think about what we're thinking about, we can identify ungodly thoughts, you know, and our mind will know that this thought does not belong in my mind. We know it. And so once we, we recognize it, it's like we catch it and then we cast it down, as in 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, and focus on a godly thought. Once we do that, that ushers in peace into our heart. Uh, and the thing about it is that uh, uh, a person who doesn't know God may not realize uh, 
that they thought, because, uh, you know, um, the enemy is a, is a deceiver. So, you know, we don't realize that a thought is not a good thought, uh, but we can recognize uh, uh, when a thought is, is ungodly. Um, in Proverbs 14, 12, it says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. So there are many things, many thoughts that seem right. Uh, I think in Proverbs, there's another proverb that repeats exactly the same thing. There is a way that seems right to a man. This is very important for us uh, to recognize and realize that there are many things, many thoughts, many ways that seem right. They will look like they're right. But we that know the word of God would know that this, it looks right, it sounds like, right? It looks, appears right, but it's actually contrary to the word of God. So we don't give it place in our mind. We cast it down uh, and, and bringing what God says about a situation, not what the world says or, or what people's opinions say. Um, so that's uh, another benefit of a mindful Christian. Um, uh, another um, uh, uh, um, important key uh, to to to, um, uh, to to living a mindful life is that there is a the, uh, attachment to permanence. Now, there is a human need uh, to attach and try and find permanence in in everything. Um, uh, you know, if 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 um, the thing is good, uh, we want it to remain like that <laughs> forever. Uh, 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 and uh, through the negative bias of the mind, if something you know unfortunate or bad comes up, um, there there is also the temptation to think that it will always be there because it's there now. So it's uh, that permanence uh, cuts across both ways. And the thing about um, the attachment to permanence is the, 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 the attempt to make something permanent uh, can create insecurity and fear of losing it. Um, you know, uh, and also uh, grief and loss will have a higher impact uh, because of, of the attachment to permanence. And that, uh, you know, um, uh, obviously, uh, you know, is, is clearly uh, leads to a loss of peace. You know, um, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the constant insecurity and fear uh, of natural change. Um, however, in, in, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8. It says to everything there is a season and a time for every matter of purpose under the heaven. So anything we're experiencing here on this earth is under the heaven. So there's a season to it. A time for every matter, you know, so there's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. So the weeping will not last, joy will come in the morning. 
we will laugh. Uh, there's a time to mourn and a time to dance. So I think God is telling us to expect these things, uh, that they will come. Uh, and there's a time to embrace. There's a time to refrain from embracing. So if there's any situation in a relationship <laughs> where, um, where uh, it is evident uh, that there needs to be some distance there is a season for distance. It doesn't mean that it's forever. Um, it is the time and the season for that purpose under the heaven. Um, there's a, a time to keep and a time to cast away. Uh, there's a time to love and there's a time to hate. Uh, now, hate uh, doesn't include people. Um, uh, to love people all the time, uh, the things, uh, the work of the enemy, uh, where to hate it, uh, if it's coming from, uh, uh, um, you know, from whatever source is coming from, um, uh, uh, and a time for war and a time for peace. So, mindfully paying attention. Uh, to an identifying a season we're in uh, and then accepting it. That gives us balance. You know, we, we recognize that this is the season. Uh, if it's a great thing and it's gone, it's season, it's gone. So we don't lose our mental balance uh, because we think, oh my goodness, what's happened? It's season, it's gone. If it's a season of mourning, if it's a season of weeping, it's a season. So we don't get completely lost in the moment. So we know that this will pass. Um, so uh, that is another um, uh, anchor uh, for the word of God, uh, for, for a mindful Christian uh, that helps us keep our balance uh, uh, in, in all circumstances. Uh, imagination. You know, imagination is more important than, than knowledge. That's uh, Albert Einstein that actually says that. Uh, it's if you if you if you if you look at it, it's actually a combination of two words. That's imagination. That is the way our mind thinks. Our mind thinks in images. Um, doesn't begin in symbols and signs, it's images uh, that we see. So now, and worrying is projecting uh, negative image images of the past or the future into the mind. We are actually the ones projecting these images into our minds, um, the past or the future. Uh, most times, it's not to do with the present. Because uh, if something happens in a moment, it's happened, it finishes happening. And then uh, a lot of times worry is flipping between the past and the present, flipping between the past and the present. Uh, and that is imagining, just projecting these images into our mind. And uh, what this does, it leads our energy uh, in motion. Emotion is actually energy in motion. That is our focus. Our focus is our energy uh, uh, in motion. And, and once, uh, uh, we are once it's in a it's from a negative uh, direction, 
uh, it, it leads into a downward spiral. Uh, and and uh, once we're in that downward spiral, we start to make wrong decisions, uh, um, you know, make wrong uh, utterances, uh, 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 kick in the law, spiritual law, uh, you shall have whatsoever it is that you say. Uh, it's effect uh, starts to damage uh, our mental as, as well as our physical health. Um, now, the thing about a negative thought is that it is a thought without the expectation of a positive outcome. Now, in essence, that's a godless thought because there cannot be but a hope in the mind, in a thought that has God in it. With God, nothing is impossible. God can turn any situation around. Now, anything, any thought that is negative, it just means there's no hope of a positive outcome. It's a hopeless thought. It's a sick thought. Um, uh, because with God, there's always hope. In Romans 1.21, uh, it says, because they knew and recognized him as God, because when they knew and recognized him as God, they did not honor and glorify him as God or give thanks, no gratitude, but instead they became futile and godless in their thinking. Godless thinking, that's negative thinking with vain imaginings, foolish reasoning, stupid speculations. So once a thought is without God, it goes into vain imagination. It's foolish reasoning. It's a stupid speculation. And their senseless minds were darkened. It starts to darken our mind. And that's why we experience that downward spiral, you know. And, and some people will say, you know, so certain negative things, uh, and they say they're being realistic. The Bible calls it foolishness. Um, uh, uh, with God, nothing shall be impossible. So, uh, mindfulness, uh, um, you know, as we're mindful of what we're thinking uh, and we catch it as negative, um, we can stop by seizing this thought and, and casting it down. Uh, we can stop uh, ourselves from spiraling and recenter our mind uh, uh, by, by, by filling it with, with, with positive, good thoughts. And what that does is, and I'm, I remember we think in images, we don't think in symbols or words, or if I'm thinking cloud, I'm not seeing the word cloud, I'm thinking the actual cloud. Um, and, and, you know, the more we think positive things, it starts to, uh, 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 you know, we see these pictures in our mind, it starts to edify our mind. It improves our mood, improves our actions, improves our decisions, improves our utterances, positive confessions, setting the law into motion. You shall have whatever it is that you say. Uh, trauma. Now, trauma is, is an injury or disorder uh, that, the brain, that the brain goes through as a result of an upsetting event. Uh, um, trauma begins to occur when an individual encounters an overbearing level of stress, 
uh, which goes beyond their natural ability to assimilate or handle the feelings associated with the event or, or, or incident. Uh, uh, um, you know, there's, there's the normal stress of life, uh, which is, uh, which challenges us to grow. Um, otherwise, you know, life would be dull. Uh, you know, we have situations that we haven't faced with before and we have to dig in uh, either very deeply or slightly, depending on the situation, to overcome it. Uh, situation we need to think our way out of it. Mental activity, our brain is a muscle. Uh, so, the, you know, challenges are good for us. They're actually good. They build us up. They help us. They build our faith. They build, you know, our relationships. They build our, they build our mind. They build our health. Uh, so they're actually good. Uh, you know, so there is eustress. This is eustress. It's called eustress. It's good stress. And there's distress, which is one that, um, you know, we find overwhelming. Um, and if it gets so overwhelming uh, to our mind, uh, it becomes traumatic uh, and that actually injures our mind um, because um, you know it's it's you know the, the mind is is having difficulty you know um, putting it in the correct sequence uh, in order so every time that thought actually comes up it brings out that level of uh, of, of, of stress uh, on, on the mind again now uh, what mindfulness does, it helps us to slow down and center our mind on how we're feeling about or because of a traumatic event. Uh, so we're able to, 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 to think about it rather than just be experiencing it over and over again. Uh, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Uh, uh, and as we identify it, uh, and sometimes, um, you know, uh, we, we, we can have an emotional response or personality trait that has come about as a result of a traumatic event. And sometimes we don't realize it, um, uh, you know, and it's been carried on for goodness knows how, how, how long. Uh, if we're able to slow down our mind and just think, why am I acting like this? Why am I reacting like this? Why do I always react like this in this situation? Why does this make me feel this way? We start to uh, mindfully trace uh, the genesis uh, of certain of certain of certain uh, reactions uh, that we have, and and the thing about that is, um, with the word of God. Um, it helps give us perspective on that situation. And, and that God's word puts us back together, uh, giving us an empowering perspective uh, and putting our thoughts and emotions in, in, in perfect order. Uh, if, if, for instance, um, you know, we're, we're being persecuted, uh, um, you know, even within close relationships, because uh, um, uh, th those can be actually the, the most the most difficult. Um, however, uh, God's word uh, helps us give gives us perspective on it, 
because he has told us to expect persecution once we're standing with him. Um, uh, and it says to count it all joy. Um, so in, in those situations, um, uh, the word of God uh, uh, gives us a proper perspective uh, and starts to restore our peace and our balance um, and, 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 and usher out and push out confusion because God is not the author of confusion. Um, in Psalm 37, 23 to 24, it says, The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord. Uh, God doesn't physically hold our legs and move it. Um, when we're walking, we think about our steps before we take them. It is that place where God meets us. The steps of our thoughts, he directs them. And uh, it says, and he delights in his way. He blesses his path uh, with peace, joy, grace, balance. Uh, when he falls, uh, uh, such as when challenging situation comes, when trauma comes in, uh, uh, the Lord is the one who holds his hand and sustains him. So the, the word of God comes in again, uh, holds us together and sustains us, uh, pulls us back up. Um, mindful activities. Uh, these are activities that bring about, uh, uh, um, uh, if we mindfully uh, engage in them, uh, they bring about uh, uh, thriving in our minds, they bring about peace, uh, they bring about prosperity in our minds, which uh, ultimately we channel out uh, uh, into the world around us. Uh, so mindful speech, uh, just as the words and actions of others can wound us, we can mindlessly hurt others too. So we speak mindfully. Uh, Colossians 4, 4, 6, it says, let your conversations be gracious and attractive. Mm -hmm so that you will have the right response uh, from everyone. So we're to speak with grace. Uh, it says, let, let, it be, let our speech be, be seasoned with salt. Uh, and that actually gives us peace, as well as, you know, uh, it, 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 it brings grace and peace into the atmosphere and to the people that are around us. Uh, and the more we bless it, our environment, the more we are blessed. Um, because we, we bring stability into an environment uh, and that helps maintain our stability as well. Uh, positive uh, imagining, uh, so we're mindful uh, that each thought we know carries an energy of its own. Uh, positive thoughts edify our minds and rewards our emotions with joy. Um, you know, there, there are some uh, uh, chemicals in our brain. There's one called dopamine. It's it's actually the reward system of the, so when it feels like something good, um, you know, the mind has actually engaged in something good. It releases this, this uh, 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 chemical in our brain. Uh, and, you know, a chemical that is re released for reward is actually released to make us feel good. Uh, so that's why when we do certain things, the, 
God has built us up in such a way, physiology in such a way that, you know, that feel good uh, is actually a, a, a chemical release from our brain uh, makes us feel good. Um, count our blessings. Um, scientific research has shown that gratitude is effective in increasing well-being. It's actually a scientific fact. It has been proven, it has been researched and found uh, that it, it builds psychological, social and spiritual resources. So counting our blessings actually blesses us. Um, uh, like the word he spoke about, be fruitful and multiply. So as we're counting our blessings, the ones that are always abounding around us, we start to multiply in the blessings that we're receiving in our hearts and in our minds. Uh, also, uh, cultivating uh, acts of random uh, kindness. Uh, uh, we can do this by assessing uh, what people around us need the most uh, and find uh, ways to meet them. Uh, one of the easiest, simplest things uh, is everyone needs encouragement. Everyone does. Um, and there are always ways to encourage people, uh, even the, the, the simplest of things. Um, so uh, intentionally looking for, mindfully looking for uh, 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 ways to be kind to people uh, blesses us and ushers in peace into to, to we ourselves uh, because the, the brain then releases uh, dopamine, uh, uh, the reward uh, the reward system uh, of our physiology and, you know, helps our mood. Um, so one minute we're down, we look for ways to be kind to people uh, and, you know, um, the one, uh, as we do that, we know it's kindness, our bodies uh, start to react accordingly and also um, the energy that we create in the people as well blesses us. Uh, um, other uh, mindful activities, um, we develop uh, healthy distractions. Um, so the goal is to shift the mind's focus from emotions like anxieties, right? So um, something to distract us from anything uh, that is, you know, weighing in our mind that is unpleasant. So for instance, uh, you know, and, and it's, you know, different things for different people, read a novel, uh, walk, a, you know, your dog, walk a neighbor's dog, um, play a game with, with a friend or a child. Uh, the key is to distract uh, the mind from focusing on the thing that is bringing that downward spiral. So it's like, you know, we, we strategically work with our mind as well, uh, play the piano listen to music, uh, anything that will distract um, that. I actually have um, uh, um, an interesting example. Um, it's happened many years ago. I woke up this morning and I had this terrible headache, like splitting headache. And I, I, um, I was, um, I just, I, I had, I don't normally like to take medication out unless I absolutely have to. So I tried water, I tried to sleep, it didn't work. So I decided to well, go to the pharmacy uh, and get painkillers because uh, I don't keep them at home. Uh, um, and on my way there, I saw um, uh, a guy on a wheelchair uh, and someone was trying to um, 
um, someone was trying to help him get, I think, into a shop or something. It was uh, like a, a step that they needed to go through. And, uh, you know, I stopped to help, you know, and as soon as, you know, he, <laughs> I got him up uh, with the aid of the person, I realized that during the course of, while I was doing that, that terrible headache that felt like my head was about to split open, sorry, sorry, stopped. It literally stopped for that moment because I wasn't focused on it, you know, and I thought, wow. Um, you know, so that's one of the times, you know, I started to wonder, well, how did that actually happen? I eventually got the, the painkillers anyway, uh, but because um, <laughs> um, I hadn't learned too much about distracting myself, I'm not really sure how, how much it worked. Uh, but uh, it just illustrates that, you know, the same person that had this headache uh, was distracted by something else. And this headache that seemed so severe stopped uh, uh, for, for that moment because I wasn't thinking about it. You know, uh, uh, another mindful activity uh, to practice is we dispute negative thinking. Uh, um, you know, so neg negative thoughts, as we said, can be automatic. Uh, because of the mind's uh, uh, negativity bias, uh, we see a situation and we can, you know, spiral into it. Uh, but it helps to dispute them out loud. Identify when we're when we're going uh, through these thoughts. Um, observe them uh, and identify points of dispute and dispute it out loud. Say it out loud. Um, you know, uh, the, this mindfully turns the trajectory of our mind from, from uh, a negative direction to a positive direction. Um, um, also, uh, become uh, non-judgmental. So taking a, a stance to, to intentionally be non-judgmental towards people uh, is very powerful uh, because it, it frees up emotional tension. Uh, the thing about being judgmental is it's actually very stressful uh, because we're, we're one is you know negative energy two we're, we're thinking about something that is draining our energy stealing our focus in a direction we really don't need to go into so um and you know judgmentalism can be is actually quite natural to us um you know so where we where we become very mindful about not engaging in 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 in, in thoughts that are judging people, uh, categorizing people, labeling people, or just determining that oh, this is wrong, this is right. When many times we actually don't have to, uh, and you know, so when we slow down and observe when we're doing that, catch ourselves and, and pull ourselves back from it. And the more we practice it, the better we get at it. We will see that we're able to sustain our peace and our balance uh, uh, for, for, you know, for, 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 for longer periods. Um, and there's less opportunity uh, for our joy to be stolen. Um, hey. A mindful Christian enters into the mind of God. Now, um, our minds are actually holy ground. Uh, uh, um, 
uh, uh, where we, we connect with God in our mind. Anyway, God is, is holy. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, uh, 5, Amplified, it says, and he replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. So we're meant to use all our mind to love God. Uh, our intellect. So our intellect must glorify God. So the times where we are, we, you know, mental activities, we're, we're being smart, or we think we're being smart, it must, if it's not, to, if it's, if whatever we're thinking or analyzing is, doesn't ultimately glorify God, one, it's foolishness, and, you know, we, it's an avenue to lose our peace uh, because there's no God there. Um, uh, and our, our mind is, is a pearl, it's a jewel uh, of inestimable value. It's, it's, you know, it's priceless. Um, it can't be bought. Um, and it, it's the foundation and the pillar of our life and our humanity, our mind. That is why it's so precious. So we must use our intellect to glorify God. Uh, and that's why negative thoughts have no place in our minds. Negative thoughts are not from God. They are godless thoughts and they destroy our mind. And Matthew 7, 6, it says, do not give what is holy to dogs or cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. So, you know, giving our mind to negative thoughts is giving what is holy to dogs, is casting our pearls, their, their pearls before swine. Uh, and that's why negative thoughts actually trample on our minds. They shake them up, we lose our peace, we're going on a downward spiral, we're making wrong decisions, we're making wrong utterances. That's because this is what is happening. We've, we've cast, you know, we've cast our, our pearls to swine. Um, uh, 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 and, and the moment we, we, we bring in and infuse uh, the word of God into, 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 into our minds, uh, we, we get, we activate what God has promised. Uh, in, in 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 10, it says, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, the spirit in us. Things that have not been heard, things that have not been seen, things that people have not imagined, and that includes us, you know, because people think from past experiences. Once they see something, if they're not able to, to, to relate it to something they've experienced in the past, it's, it's difficult for them to understand or, or categorize. Um, um, uh, uh, and and say that, I mean, that's a sin for all of us. Uh, what God thinks of things that are beyond our minds and our eyes. Uh, and these are the things that he blesses us with, you know, innovations, and, you know, strategic ways to resolve problems, wisdom beyond ages, you know. So, and as we, 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 we mindfully seek the peace of Christ in our hearts, 
uh, that peace that surpasses all understanding because it is not dependent on outside forces or outside happenings. Uh, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, 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 will lead us into the mind of God. And Proverbs 2, 67 tells us what starts to happen in this instance. It says that the Lord gives us, so what we start to receive is skillful and godly wisdom over any and every situation and every circumstance. Mm -hmm. Just from the mouth of God comes knowledge and understanding. The understanding that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, people have not imagined. Uh, and he hides away sound and godly wisdom and he stores it up for the righteous. So as we mindfully, mindfully live our lives by not depending it on, on so much of what we see, so much of what we hear outside, but go inside us seeking our essence, our mind. And because we carry the mind of Christ, we tap into the promises of God, which is skillful and godly wisdom. Hallelujah. Uh, pray, uh, play um, uh, uh, um, a, 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 a short meditation. Uh, it's called uh, Mindfulness, um, uh, uh, Three Minutes Mindful Activity. Um, you know, where we focus on, on our breath uh, and the thing about uh, uh, calm and, and gentle breathing is that it's, it creates a calming influence uh, in our nervous systems and starts to give us calm. And if we think about it, the breath that we carry was breathe is the breath of life that was breathed into us by God himself. So what we're focusing on is the breath of God in us. Three minutes breathing space. This three minutes breathing space is a brief practice and can be used when we find our thoughts or mood spiraling in a negative direction. The first thing we do with this practice, because we want to come into the present moment quickly, is to take a very definite posture. The back is erect, but not stiff, letting the body express a sense of being present and awake. Now, closing your eyes if it feels comfortable, take the first step of becoming aware of what is going on with you right now. Becoming conscious of what is going through your mind and what thoughts are around. Here again, as best you can, just noting thoughts as mental events. So we notice them. And then we notice the feelings that are around at the moment. In particular, turning towards any sense of discomfort 
or unpleasant feelings. So rather than try to push them away or shut them out, just notice them, perhaps saying, ah, there you are, that's how it is right now. Similarly, with sensations in the body, are there sensations of tensions, of holding, of letting go? And again, becoming aware of them, simply noticing whatever is arising in this moment. So you have a sense of what is going on right now, having stepped out of automatic pilot. The second step is to collect your awareness by focusing on a single act, the movement of the breath. So now really gather yourself Focusing your attention down in the movements of the tummy. The rise and fall of the belly as the breath moves in and out. Spending a minute or so to focus on the motion of the tummy, moment by moment, breath by breath. As best you can, right here, right now. Noticing when the breath is moving in and when the breath is moving out. Being with the breath as it moves into your body and out. Binding your awareness to this process to be present right now. And now the third step is allowing your awareness to expand to the entire body, bringing a more spacious awareness to your experience. Letting the breath be present, but in the background. Bringing attention to the entire length of the body, from head to toe. Including any tightness, or sensations related to holding or bracing in this moment, holding your awareness in this spacious place, breathing in and breathing out.
and when you are ready, opening your eyes, letting go of this brief practice and remaining in silence for the next few moments. Christian mindfulness, everyone. Short introduction. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the presentation for today. Um, so, if anyone has any questions, I'm happy to attempt to answer them. But uh, relying on the word, don't be too wise or too righteous. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try <laughs> if there are any questions. Um, Deji, that's absolutely that's absolutely fantastic. Um, I've got a question. Yes. Um, you mentioned that practicing this. Um, could bring about permanent change. Hmm. Um, I'd like to know kind of um, how, how, I mean, presumably it has to become habitual hmm. for, for it to really change. I'm just, I suppose I'm thinking of, you know, the patterns that we're in, the patterns we've learned over a lifetime. Hmm. And... Um, I, I mean, the thought that we can we can change is just fantastic and life transforming. Mm. Um, when would you say? How long would you t say it would take for it to become second nature to do these things? Um, wow, well, <clears throat> that's. I, I suppose it depends on uh, it depends on on persistence and consistency. Um, you know, and uh, I believe it all things to take it easy as well with ourselves. Uh, not expect to bring about, uh, uh, you know, lifelong habits changing overnight. Um, and it's, you know, our brain is, actually our brain is actually a muscle. Uh, you, you can't strengthen a muscle overnight. You know, it takes, you know, consistent working uh, and it starts to, to transform. Uh, so in terms of time, uh, to be honest, I think, you know, it's dependent on two things, consistency uh, and persistence. And, you know, you know, different for, for, for every individual. But the key thing uh, is to know that the change is guaranteed. 
It's guaranteed. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and um, I mean, two things that I, well, I certainly, you know, uh, since I started to learn it, uh, my life has improved tremendously. Um, you know, there's practicing mindful eating. So I eat, I try, when I remember, you know, I'm remembering one more these days, uh, I eat mindfully and I actually enjoy my food more because I'm chewing better, I'm savoring the taste, you know, so things, you know, when, you know, sometimes you're thinking this, you're thinking that you're watching TV, but you're actually, you know, you're not enjoying the food as much as you can. You know, so you sit down and you actually eat mindfully, chew uh, this lovely tomato, you eat it, you feel the juice run down. So things that look like they're normal or, you know, you know, just things I have to do can start to, you know, they, they start to edify us and, and bless us, you know. Uh, you know so, um, yeah, um, the little things in life, once we're mindful about them, uh, we see what a blessing they are uh, to us. Uh, and that's one of the, the beauties of mindfulness, I'd say. That that's quite interesting that you say that because it's almost like um, you know we can learn our own patterns of things that work well for us mm -hmm. because of the way we're made. Yeah. Um, hi, Deji. I've I found this so useful. Um, and there's so many things that you've you've um, touched on that have really struck chords with me. Uh, I, I really enjoyed hearing, you know, the Ecclesiastes 3, yeah. that recognizing the seasons mm -hmm. and, um, and accepting them. I, I really, really loved that. And I actually loved, you know, the idea of thoughts as well, you know, mm -hmm. casting them down. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you talked about the negative thought, you know, is one without a positive outcome, which is not of God. Mm. And, you know, that, that really struck a chord. Now I'm building up to, to saying that the first slide, <laughs> and I know I, I thought about it so much. I thought, I don't want to inconvenience you by asking you to, to please um, let's see the first, or let me see the first slide sure. again, because I'm mm. sure you'll share this won't you? Yeah, but yeah, I thought that I, I didn't grasp it enough. Um, hmm. I'm so sorry to take you through all this. No, I really am. It's absolutely fine. I mean, that's the whole purpose. The first slide. I mean, every slide has been amazing. Uh, this one? Uh, now, let me see. Okay, so it must be the second one then. Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one of me with my picture. <laughs> no, not the one of you. <laughs> uh, um, aha. The one before the, yes. Uh, this one? Um, uh, um, no. Sorry. I think the one before, before. Yes, this. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I thought that it was a real, you know what, less beating self up. <laughs> yeah. I loved everything because I was like, oh gosh, this is me. <laughs> to be frank. But yeah, thanks, thanks so much. And I really look forward to, to receiving this, but I'm so glad I attended this training. <laughs>
it was indeed a pleasure and uh, very grateful to, to be able to share the things that I've learned. But we're blessed to be a blessing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, could I ask a quick question quickly? Um, yeah, like I was really, really interesting. I've really enjoyed that. So thank you for that. Um, one thing that I was just wondering was uh, the like the the point of mindfulness with like you know viewing what's going on in your own mind through like a non-judgmental um, like lens, right? Yeah. Uh, how do you reconcile that with then deciding which thoughts are you know good thoughts or like positive thoughts and negative thoughts? Because is that not like a form of judging them yeah well yeah well, i mean we're we're definitely meant to um so non-judgmental is judging people um okay, okay. Uh, mm. uh thoughts uh we are actually meant to yes we're meant to judge thoughts because we're meant to identify them as good or not good uh negative mm. or positive ungodly or godly uh you know and that's how we protect our soul uh, by, by judging what is a right thought or, or, or wrong thought. Uh, you know, so for us as Christians, we know that judgmental is people, uh, 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 not thoughts. Uh, people that, you know, aren't Christians may have other perspectives about what is judgmental or not. Uh, but the foundation of our lives is the word of God. We live by every word that comes out of the word of God. Uh, out of the mouth of God, so that's if it's if it's Him, then we know it's fine. If it's not Him, we cast it down. I hope that uh, yeah. cool. Yeah, no, that's that's that, that's great. Thanks. Yeah, I just I, I misunderstood. I think then the where the non-judgmental part fit in. But yeah, that's that's yeah, it's perfect. Thank you. Oh. I've... <laughs> Jane, were you going to say something? We can hear you. Yeah, I just lost the picture, so oh, I can't really? see any of you. Oh wow! <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> oh, uh... So uh, we see you. Carry on. If anyone else has got any. Anyone else has got any questions? I don't know whether it's going to come back. How weird. No. Okay, so. I think no one has. Well, I'm really, questions. I'm really sorry, everyone. I've lost you all. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> um, so my suspicion is no one else has any more questions, Jane. So. Um, uh, okay. Okay. I will. Um, oh, it's going to come back. I think. No, it hasn't. Sorry. You can see me, can you? Yes, we can. So you can give your graduation speech now. That's really um. embarrassing. <laughs> oh dear. It just suddenly went. 
anyway, um, okay, well, as that's happened, um, if it's all right with you, I will close in prayer and I can't wave any of you goodbye. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I know that, Deji, I want to say on behalf of all of us, um, just how helpful this has been, um, given us so much to think about. And um, what you said, you know, it, it's just it's just amazing the connections that that makes in, you know, just linking what the Bible says to what what you've said. Uh, and it making so much sense is uh, mm. tremendous. So many, many thanks. Um, I think you will be making, will you be making the slides available? Is that right? Yes, yes, I will. Uh, that's great. That's great. I, I mean, I, I for one would, would love to have that yeah. to refer to. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, well, uh, may you go on and bless lots of other people by giving this training mm -hmm. because, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, it does have the potential to um, really turn, um, turn our thought lives around, uh, mm -hmm. I think. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, bless you. Thank you very much. And I will close in prayer. Lord, I thank you for your presence with us tonight. Mm -hmm. I thank you for the words that you've spoken that have resonated deep within our spirits. And they will probably be different for each of us, but you have spoken mm -hmm. where we need to hear. Mm -hmm. Lord, I thank you for the wisdom that's been put our way. And that, that the way Deji has pointed out the confidence we can have because you say these things in your word. Mm. And Lord, I pray that you would help us to go on making those connections between um, our, uh, our state of mind and our, our thoughts and our imagination and what you say about them. And Lord, each one of us really wants to um, progress and um, think more wholesome and healthy and positive uh, in, in a more positive way. Mm. And I ask that you would give us grace, each one of us, mm. as we venture out on, on this journey. Um, I pray that, that tonight will be a, a real stepping stone of um, carrying us further forward into understanding what your, what your heart is for us. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, just thank you. And I thank you for Deji and um, the way that you've equipped him and you've given him that gift of communication that mm -hmm. uh, really... <laughs> speaks to us because it's so clear and it's so um real and relevant to what each one of us uh, is facing on a day-to-day -day basis so i pray that you would bless deji as he um as as he go 
as he does presentations for for lawyers and for other organizations and um for other groups mm. but i pray that he he will um just continue to find it rewarding and um helpful and that you'd inspire him um to uh, just just to keep going with it lord so we just pray for one another ask that you go with us this evening thank you that we've been able to meet and uh, and spend this time together mm-hmm. we ask all this lord in in your name amen, amen. <clears throat> Okay, everyone. Can't see any of you. I can see Deji actually, 